Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. Discover the next generation of storytellers. The Author Conservatory, a college alternative program for gifted writers, is releasing their first volume of Voices of the Future, which weaves together short stories of family and fearlessness in a memorable and heartwarming collection. 100% of your purchase goes to help students attend writing conferences, where they can pitch their work to agents and publishers. Voices of the Future, Volume 1, is releasing December 5th of this year, 2023. Pre-order your physical copy at madikinthompson.com or on the Author Conservatory website, authorconservatory.com. You can also pre-order ebooks through Amazon. Here's to encouraging the next generation of storytellers through your support. As we give thanks during the month of gratitude, I am thankful for recently celebrating my 10-year work anniversary. When I resigned from my career to be a stay-at-home mom, I didn't think about what I do after raising my children. I simply wanted to be 100% engaged with my kids throughout their upbringing. Well, as circumstances had it, when my former husband left, I needed to get back in the workforce a lot sooner than planned. Yet God was so good to bless me in a role with a company that would allow me to be a mom first. I truly am so grateful. Now, one of the responsibilities I have in my role is that of protecting our culture. And one way I fulfill this is by doing the interviews. I'm the gatekeeper, so to speak, to ensure that we do protect the culture, which we take great pride in and our brand is actually known for. Now, you would not believe some of the horrible interviews I've had, but that perhaps is for another episode. However, one of my favorite questions I've had from an applicant is, what is something you recommend that I can do to be successful in the role? I like that. Well, as a result, that question has me pondering different things that I've learned while serving in my role for the past 10 years and what I have either learned or been reminded of that help me be successful in my role. Perhaps they can help you in whatever role you serve too. So here's one for each year. Number one, be open to the unexpected. Now, I'll never forget the day I learned my company was looking for a marketing director. It was while preparing for a baby shower I was hosting at my church, and a guy just happened to be coming in the kitchen and talking about it to another guy following him about. And I happened to have worked briefly alongside the company owner of that company he had mentioned just years prior when he opened his store on the property of the company that I was marketing for, small world. But anyhow, I would have never thought of entering that certain industry. And yet, I felt such assurance of this path when I interviewed with the owner and he told me, Holly, you are way overqualified for this position. Now that day we made a deal. He gave me the opportunity to be a mom first and I give him my talent, how I could to best serve his company. Before officially accepting the position though, I went on a walk around my neighborhood to pray about it. And as I pushed my son and his stroller around a bend, the sun shined through the trees and the warmth of it on my face just made me think of Jeremiah 29 11, where it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, re-entering the workforce was scary and it's not what I had planned, yet It was then and there that I felt the Lord leading me in this direction. And my friend, to be in the center of God's will tomorrow is to be in the center of God's will today. So I followed his lead and I said yes. 
and I have seen God's hand of provision and blessings in this role, I'm so glad I didn't miss out. Are you open to the unexpected? Don't wait for what fits your mold or your list. Don't miss the blessings of being open to the unexpected. Number two, align with the vision. Now, my boss once described me to someone as, she's like a stallion you have to rein in. (laughs) See, I have years of experience in marketing, but it wasn't the type of marketing he wanted. My marketing had ended up in the New York Times and published industry magazine articles and plenty of local media coverage. I had to learn to not dream so big, but seek his vision and fulfill that. We might have great ideas, but we must align with what our boss and business owner desires in order to be successful in fulfilling their needs for the business and therefore your role. So I'd ask you, are you aligning with the vision? Number three, do everything for God, not for man. Yes, there have been many times of discouragement, frustration, tears shed, even times I wanted to throw in the towel or wave my white flag. But I do what I do all for God, not for man. I have a verse that sits on my desk reminding me of this daily. It's 1 Corinthians 10 31. Do everything for the glory of God. Now, I'll never forget a comment once where someone asked me, does it bother you people think of that industry and think of you? (laughs) Friend, our jobs don't define us. Our job is a provision from God, and He has purpose for where He plants you. So bloom. Do you do what you do for the recognition or the status or to fit in? Or as if working for the Lord, and because you want to be in the center of His will, wherever He puts you. So do everything, whether it will be noticed or not, do it for God, not for man. Number four, have a daily growth mindset. We all have the opportunity to learn from each other, good and bad. How we are mistreated might teach us how not to treat others. Being open to learning from those younger than us can teach a dog new tricks. I have watched too many not make it because they had to be the only cook in the kitchen, so to speak, or because they had to be the smartest person in the room. I've also seen opportunities to learn missed because it was assumed that because someone was new to the industry, they didn't know anything or didn't have a right to speak into the situation. We do not know it all, my friend. We shouldn't want to either. But showing up every day, no matter how long you've been there at your company or how many years you've served in your role or whatever status you've reached, pay or title, we have the opportunity to learn something new each and every day from young and old, inexperienced and veterans. How are you showing up each day? A know-it-all or ready to learn? Have a daily growth mindset. Number five change is inevitable. So have a game plan. I am in an industry that changes nearly weekly. And for being someone who functions best with a structure, just as I get in a groove, things change again, and it truly throws me off. I have learned when change happens not to respond right away, but rather allow myself to fume a moment as I process the change or or just to take a deep breath. And then take it before the Lord in prayer as I push through and adapt and I try to embrace the change. Well, how do you handle change? And what game plan can you have to process it when it comes? Change is inevitable, so have a game plan. Number six, care. It's not about you, it's about them. 
As the saying goes, people won't remember what you did, but how you made them feel. I may not always feel like I belong, but I can make others feel like I care so that they feel like they belong. I try to be intentional in my moments of a a personal conversation, a card sent in the mail, or a text sent out. It's not about us as leaders. It's about sharing care for our team, encouraging them, building them up. You'll find that when you pour yourself into others, your cup seems to be filled too. So don't worry about what someone did or didn't do for you. What are you doing or what can you do for others? Show care. It's not about you. It's about them. Number seven, comparison is a thief of joy. Now I have seen far too many enjoy what they do until they start comparing. Titles, pay, job descriptions, benefits, experiences, the list goes on and on. I learned very early in life not to do this. Yeah, unfortunately, this is one of the biggest areas of growth opportunity I see in my industry. Whether it be comparing coworker to coworker or what one store is doing in their marketing versus another store in their marketing or even sales, we'd be best to look at ourselves. Do we enjoy what we do? Are we doing our best? Are our needs met with what we have and what we've been given? Then that's all that's needed. So next time you might be tempted to compare this or that with another, take a moment to count your blessings, name them one by one, and don't let comparison rob you of your joy. Number eight, choose your battles and let others leave with their dignity. I have sat in many a meeting where the information provided or assumed was wrong, and yet to confront such error seemed it may come across as argumentative, so I simply stayed quiet. Now, there are some situations where ethically I knew I needed to speak up for what I felt was right. There are times I'd, I'd really like for a decision to have turned out one way, but it wasn't a hill to die on. Compared to other times, I've voiced, I'm ready to die on this hill. <laughs> so choose your battles wisely. You don't have to win every argument. You don't have to always have the last word. You don't have to even have your way or make a comment about everything. As my brother used to always say, may the wise person show up, not the foolish. So how do you think people feel being on the other side of you? Are you a pushover, never taking a stand? A bulldozer, not caring about others' input, but determined to be heard? My dad has always said, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. So friend, next time you come to a disagreement, a decision, or simply have something to say, perhaps take a moment to listen, to choose your battle, and make sure to let others leave with their dignity. Number nine, be authentically you. Ask anyone I work with and they'll tell you exactly who I stand for. Does that mean everyone agrees with my values, priorities, or ethics? Nope. (laughs) But I consistently show up. I'm genuine in who I am, the good and the bad, the flaws and the talents, my thoughts and opinions, and I'm authentically me. There's such temptation in following the crowd these days, you know, not speaking up when we should or being a yes man or woman or even doing what it takes to get that promotion or recognition. But there's something to be said for being real and raw, vulnerable and consistent. That includes being humble enough to admit when we're wrong, to apologize when and where needed, and to even admit our shortcomings when we aren't the right person for the role or the task. So instead of going with the crowd or living a work life separate from your home life, remember Proverbs 22.1, a good name is greater than riches. 
might I challenge or encourage you to be authentically you all time. Number 10, enjoy the journey. As I looked back at my 10 years with my company for a social media post I was putting together to commemorate, I came across so many memories and moments and just special times, and many of them I had forgotten. We're going to have seasons in our job, in life, really. One season, we might be on that mountaintop with everything going great, a project just successfully launched. We're just recognized for a job well done. We have fully employed teams or even a full bench of leaders to train. While other seasons, we're in the bottom of the valley. We're discouraged by turnover or filling out at the loop or off our game or even sales dropping. Well, there are times we might get a little prickly with how things are going and and think that the grass is greener on the other side. But newsflash, every pasture has its pitfalls. We are all replaceable and our seasons may change. But instead of looking at what was, what isn't, or even what we long for, perhaps we can look at exactly where we are and simply enjoy the journey. So what is something you'd recommend to others and how to be successful in your role? You'll find we have a lot that we can learn from one another if we'd only be vulnerable enough to share it and humble enough to learn from it. Yes, 10 years is a cause for celebration, not only of a role where I have the privilege of showing care for others, but for a decade, I have seen God's hand, His provisions, His blessings, His protections, strength, wisdom, discernment. God has entrusted me with time, with talent, with people, with budgets, and I have tried to be a good steward of all that has been entrusted to me by my employer, my coworkers, and my community. I hope that every step of the way that God is able to look at me and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Now, perhaps you'd like to dive a little deeper into one of these areas. Well, I'd welcome you to check out the plethora of related episodes on Holly's Highlights podcast. Are you ready for them? Season four, we have episode 21, Boss's Day, Three Tips to Being a Better Boss. Episode 19, Labor Day Reflections, so work ethic, service, and servant heart. Episode eight, Five Tips to Making Tough Decisions. And episode two, Change Fatigue, Discovering Who You Are This New Year. Then in season three, we have episode 19, Leadership Lessons Learned from the Late Queen Elizabeth II. Episode 16, How to Be a Good Steward. Episode 11, Five Must-Reads for Personal Growth and Development. Episode 10, Leadership Books, Five Must-Reads. Episode 9, 10 Tips to Having Unshakable Confidence. And episode 8, How to Have Tough Conversations. Then in season two, we have episode 17, Overcoming Inferiority. Episode 16, How Do You Want to Be Remembered? Episode 15, Five Things Employers Wish You Knew. Episode 6, Building, Developing, Empowering Teams. And then in Season 1, Episode 9, Six Tips to Avoid Burnout. Episode 5, How to Be a Leader of Character. And Episode 3, How to Be a Leader Others Follow. Now, all of those will be in the show notes, but hopefully one of those at least has perked your interest to look it up and listen and hopefully continue to grow as a leader and in your personal life. It is my hope that wherever you find yourself, the season, the role, the opportunity, bloom where you're planted and make each day a great day for a great day. Perhaps even take Albert Einstein's words to heart. Strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, 
and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.